Do you ever just sit down long enough that you see dust settle on you? I hate that. That's a pretty good impression. That's Thanks. That's pretty damn good. He's dead. He is dead. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 354, being recorded on June 17th, 2015. I'm Ryan Shroud. I'm Jeremy Elstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. And I'm Alan Momentano. Is that one of those filters on your uh, Logitech headset too, Josh? No, that's, no, that's, that's Ed Annie Rooney, who's back on 60 Minutes. That was... Do you ever record a podcast, and sometimes <laughs> you just think to yourself, I don't know what to say, and so you say anything. I hate that. That's, that's pretty good, man. Is it? Yeah. I, only, I only know him in his like last days. Mm. Was he the guy who was always at the end of the show? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's a guy who always writes a column at the very end of Fortune magazine who I, I can't remember his name. People, somebody will know it is. And he always, it's always something similar to that. Yeah. And I imagine it being a very similar type of person. Yep. Anyway, in other news, uh, it was hardware week in the world. I don't know. I thought it was more game stuff week. Uh, it's right. It's E3 week. Thank you. Yeah. Which stands for games times three. Also stands for plus, Gabe wants all your money. Plus hardware. Right, they are doing a, a Steam sale, I guess, at the same time. So welcome to the show, everybody. We record the show on Wednesdays, 10 p.m.-ish, Eastern, 7 p.m.-ish, Pacific, at pcpro.com slash live. Welcome to anybody who is... There's probably a lot of you, this is your first time here, and so I apologize about all the upfront problems of the laptop that won't be used anymore in production Yes, the show. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, we're back on schedule uh, starting about 20 minutes late. So... Um, if you're new and you want to sign up and you want to, if you like these types of live events, we record it, you know, we put it out after the fact in audio form and on YouTube and everything. But if you want to be here for the interesting stuff, the chat room, go to pcpro.com slash subscribe. You can fill out this little form here. It just shows, uh, just ask for your name and your email address. And all we do is, uh, uh, send you a little email about an hour before these events start, give you a little bit of head start, hope, you know. Make sure you hurry home from work. Or, yeah, but then uh, you'll ask you for things like, you know, can you verify your social security number and address and uh, the social security numbers of your children, and we can verify that we're actually sending you the email. Yes, that's very important stuff. Also, we don't spam it. Side note, side story real quick. My cousin and I manage this this Florida condo on VRBO.com, right? Yep. And uh, some lady called, as, as they do, unfortunately, and it was like, hey, I have a question about this. I was like, yeah, that's fine. She's like, okay, well, I'll go ahead and, f- and, and fill out the payment form on VRBO.com. I was like, okay, great. I thought that was the end of the conversation. No, she wanted me to be on the phone to make sure it all went through and that you know it got verified and it showed up in, on my side that the condo was rented. I see. And uh, she was like, okay, well, let me get the credit card. And she, as she was typing it in her computer over the phone – she, she read mumbled. it all out loud to me. Like her credit card, she goes, oh, and the expiration, 517. <laughs> and uh, security, and security code. Code. What's that? And oh, it's 379. She read it all out loud to me on the phone. I'm sitting there going, wow, this is. Meanwhile, Ryan's on Amazon.com. This is how people just get totally taken. Why did I get so many Hitachi products? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I only needed the three. They're all sent to Wyoming. 
Uh, so I guess my piece of advice is to don't do that. Uh, but do sign up for the subscription list so that we can send you emails of other events. We are going to have, as you can see on the schedule on the right-hand side, actually. Actually, I don't know if you can see it. Don't send us your credit card Yeah, numbers. you can see it right here. Uh, we are going to do a Batman Arkham Knight game stream. If oh, is that what's going dramatic. on with the, with the, the That's actually unrelated to my T-shirt. Oh. But I am wearing a Batman T-shirt. Yes. At this point, I just grab T-shirts and go. Hmm. Where I, for for all the stuff that's been going on. So if my wife decides not have a baby until after June 23rd, then we'll have this game stream on time. It'll be regularly scheduled. We're going to give away some game keys and some hardware and stuff. Uh, so we will let you know about that through that mailing list as well. So, so maybe maybe sign up. Maybe sign up. Uh, we're going to do something a little bit different for this episode. Usually we kind of go through our reviews first. And those are a whole bunch uh, of stuff that we actually reviewed. There's a Zenphone review. There's a notebook review mm-hmm. uh, and some other little things that we'll, we'll talk about. Uh, but I think what we, everybody wants to talk about is all the waves and all the news that AMD had from E3. So while E3 is going on and you can listen to Microsoft or Sony or EA or Ubisoft or all these game guys, there's some cool stuff that has come out of there for there sure. Was, there was cool stuff. Just Cause 3 maybe being the best and most interesting thing I saw there. Guess Ken, you were gonna you unmuted yourself. Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront is is in and that's coming out this year, so that's yeah. even better because I think Just Cause Three might be a next year thing. But uh, Battlefront looked looked pretty awesome uh, as well. Uh, but let's talk about AMD was the title sponsor of something called the PC Gaming Show, which was actually hosted and put on by PC Gamer, I believe, which is a future owned property. Future is the name of the company. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not owned by the future of time, uh, but maybe it will be in the, in the future. I don't know. Uh, so it was put on uh, by then. They had a bunch of game devs come up, mm-hmm. show demos, do interviews. It was, it was interesting, maybe a little bit long, maybe a lot of bit long, but it was long. Uh, but it was interesting. AMD showed some stuff there. They had a press conference earlier in the day, and they basically kind of officially announced all the stuff that we had expected them to announce, plus some extra stuff that was actually really cool. Yeah. So we're going to start out with what I think everybody – well, I guess we don't really have a, an item here for the 300 series, so I will mention this before we dive into the Fury X. But um, they did announce the R7 360, the R7 370, the R9 380, R9 390, and R9 390X. Okay. Now, these are all based on existing GPUs. 390X, 390 are still Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 380 is Tonga. Uh, 370 is Pitcairn? Pitcairn. Yeah, and the 360 is as well, I think. It's the newer GPU, right? Yeah, clocking yeah. them faster? Yeah. What are they doing different? So the, so the 390X and 390 are 8 gigs. Oh, so more RAM. Of memory, right? Not up to 8 gigs. They will all have 8 gigs. Okay. Um, so that's an advantage. The clock speeds are a little bit higher on the memory. The clock speeds are a little bit higher on the GPU. Uh-huh. Uh, and then... And supposedly they don't pull as much power as 290X, but we have yet to see that. Yeah, we don't, we don't really know. Um, you By the time that... If you're listening to this live... You don't know yet. If you're listening to this not live, you will know. So keep that in mind. The the stories on if if any reviews go up of 390, 390x, that kind of stuff, that will be out tomorrow. So we'll have more information there. I will say, you know, everybody will call these rebrands. It's probably a fair description of it. We'll see if there's any any interesting performance changes or power consumption changes, as, as Josh noted there, and if the eight gigs of frame buffer has some kind of uh, added value there. The one thing I'll point out that was kind of it was disappointing, and I didn't really realize it until today because they kind of – if we know what GPUs are based on, yeah. like the 370 doesn't support FreeSync. 
Or yeah, I was asking you about this the other day. Or True Audio, right? But all the other or ones XDMA. do. Or XDMA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. But it does I, do I, the I, dynamic scaling, doesn't it? It will. That... That's a soft. That's a software thing. So yeah, yeah. it will support so you the still VSR. At least get that. So this is a new model number. Yeah. Not new. Not necessarily, not necessarily a new part, but a new model number. Correct. A, a newly thi- a new thing coming yeah. out that doesn't support free So the same GPU, the 370, was the 270. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, I think it's the 270X. 270X, and I think that's why they took it from an R9 rated product to an R7. Designated okay. products, so I think their branding might be all R nine products support FreeSync. Hmm. At least, at least then there's something and, that you yes, know. Yes, there needs to be some kind of designation where you're not just guessing. Yeah. On whether it does before, and if that's what it is, that's fine. But I think Bonaire technically would support FreeSync as well, because remember the two the two sixty X supported it. Okay. okay yes. Right, and it was it supported it, and then the two eighty five. Well, I and think then the Bonaire is, is GCN one point one, which is the same as Hawaii. Okay. Well, then, yeah, it would. Tog is 1.2, and Fiji is somewhere above that. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, anyway, that that's kind of what the 390, 390X stuff is. Right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about they announced Did they announce pricing at the thing? Yeah. They did. So, it's like 429 I, you know, just check the website tomorrow. We'll have all the all the details on that stuff. Then it will be an interesting discussion on next week's podcast yep. to decide if the uh, price differences, performance differences, and kind of branding differences make it uh, a worthwhile change. What is interesting and is definitely worthwhile and talking about and hopefully reviewing is the uh, hey laptop. Oh hey, look at that. Uh, the Radeon R9 Fury X and Fury graphics cards, which they announced. Um, I have to be a little bit careful here, and I'll just say this on the podcast because we have other stories pending on this, yep. and some of the information is public as we record this podcast, and some of it isn't, so I, I'm going to try to be careful here, but if anybody from AMD is listening, I apologize in advance if I just tell all the secrets. But um, the R9 Fur- the Radeon R9 Fury X, so it does have that brand, and we weren't sure if it would be we yeah, we didn't know the Fury, name for sure, yeah. But we didn't know if it would be Radeon. We didn't know if it would be R9. Mm-hmm. It, it is Radeon R9 Fury X. Um, it is based on Fiji with HBM. It's got 4,096 stream processors. They said it had 8.6 teraflops of single-precision compute performance, 8.9 billion transistors, and a $649 price tag available June 24th. Sounds kind of like a 980 Ti. The, the pricing is... Right. Um, I don't remember what the theoretical peak compute of a 980 Ti is. I'm sure it's a. L- I thought it was somewhere around eight. I thought okay, it was maybe somewhere it around the eight I, number. I, Nvidia tends to be a little bit lower on those peak computes. Yeah. What it turns into game wise is, is obviously up in the air. Um, they announced that there would be a Fury air cooled version. They didn't okay, give so, it a so price. Fury X is water. Fury, yeah, sorry. Fury X is kind of what we expected it to be. It is the water-cooled version, mm-hmm. the smaller PCB. Um, you can see here in this this picture um, that there's no air outlet or inlet, right. whatever you want to call it, like on the back plate because there's no fan on the card itself. Um, so this is the card itself. Uh, let me actually go to – where's the – go to my other pictures here real quick. So these are the pictures that came out on Friday, um, and you can get a little bit better idea of what this card looks like. So it is small, uh, but it is a self-contained water cooler. Actually, uh, I found out th- it, it's, it's a Cooler Master part. Um, yeah, right? people were trying to figure it out in the comments, and I think they uh, This is it the out. flash showing one of these as well. 
Um, so you get an idea of what the card like. It looks like we expected it to look like. Mm-hmm. It is a water cooled card. It has two eight pin power connectors, which gives it, which in, in theory gives it up to three hundred seventy five watts of power capability. Mm-hmm. Staying within spec. Remember, the 295X2 had two. Is, is this when you yell spec. out, they are who we thought they were? It is, but I was yes. going to, but now you ruined it. I know. The joke was go, gone. Go, go, Dennis Green. Yeah. Um, so that's the Fury X, $650, available June 24th, mm-hmm. or launching to the 24th. Uh, there are questions about availability quantity right. that have been floating around for a while. Um, and we'll know on the 24th how that how that pans out. The AMD Fury, they didn't give any details on. They didn't talk about how many stream processors it have uh, or what its compu- capability was, just that it would be 549 so 100 bucks less. It would be air-cooled, um, and it will be a, like, partner-produced... Still, still based partner. on the same, like... It's still a Fiji GPU with yeah. HBM, but yeah. it might be cut back. Right. I expect it to be cut back. At least a little bit. Um, so I'll be curious, like, what does a Fury GPU with an air cooler look like? Right? Does it have big. to be big? Is it is the PCB small and just the heatsink big? Do they make the PCB bigger because hey, we got to have something to support the the, the heatsink anyway? Yeah, that's a good question, right? So you you've got to think that it's um, it's going to consume near the power of the 290X, maybe a little bit more. Right. I would I think close, and so the heatsinks have to be at least comparable. Uh, one thing they said about the Fury X, I know that they said publicly, is that under a typical gaming load, they ex- with their water cooler, they expect the GPU to be at 50C. Okay. Which is low. Which is awesome. That's quite yeah. low. Yeah. That's 30C less than where NVIDIA has their GPUs getting on their reference designs. But if you have a water-cooled GPU, you can get them to 50C pretty easily. Clearly. No, I'm just saying, generally speaking, not just like well, this I mean, card's... I mean, you could water-cool the GPU poorly... And not. I guess you could. I mean, water it, yeah, but I mean, like it looks the like idea, they're doing the, it well. The, the point is that this is the this is the card from AMD as it comes. This is their reference. It's not just the reference design. It's the only way the yeah. Fury X is going to yeah, be. Yeah, it's sold. the only way you're going to get it. So if you get a Fury X, it will be a 50 degrees Celsius water cooled part. The That's water good. cooling part is great. It makes it a little bit more complicated to build a system around yeah. it, right? You have to make sure your case supports it. If you have a CPU cooler. That already uses kind of one of those self-contained units. You have to be a little you have concerned to make sure you have two openings in the back. Where the space is. Yeah. Uh, I think they said something about making the tubing a little bit longer on the Fury X so that it would maybe fit at the front of the case it, or at the it top. It seemed pretty long. It seemed pretty long yeah. in the in the system you yeah. looked at. So that's so that's good. Um, they claim that it has six-phase power, 400 amp power delivery capability, uh, and 1.5x performance per watt improvement when compared to 290x. 1.5x performance per watt. And then if we assume it's using about the same power, right. you would assume that it would be about 50% better performance, better performance than a 290X. That's just based on their estimates and our ability to decompose based on that. Yeah. Um, the cooler, they said, was designed for up to 500 watts, but the board was only going to draw 275 at its kind of typical gaming level. Yeah. But then up to 375 with overclocking if you guys want to change it. They didn't talk about like what voltage adjustments they would allow or anything like that. Or I guess if you're doing GP GPU type stuff. Right. You probably yep. go over it too, right? That's true. Um and let's see, do we also have did we okay we do have a Fury X two thing on that they announced that there was gonna be a dual version of it later yeah. in the day. Spoilers. Spoiler alerts for later in the podcast. Um so you know I actually I thought that they presented Fury X very well. Mm-hmm. Uh 
you know, there's a lot of questions about pricing and performance, and we don't know exactly where the performance is going to fall on this in relation to the GTX 980 Ti, the Titan X, or the 980, right? Those are the ones that it needs to compete with. It's, it's, it's the exact same price as the 980 Ti, right? Yep. Yeah. So we need to know, being as that AMD launched afterwards, they have the advantage of knowing where NVIDIA stands with everything. So you would think that they'll be at the 980 Ti, maybe a little bit above, maybe a little bit below, but probably a little bit above 980 Ti. I think with the water, it might might be very interesting as far as overclocking goes. Like if you were to overclock an ATI as far as it would go, yep. and this card well, as and high if, as it would go, this one even if they started at dead even. But if they're going right? to be more, the key will be if they're more friendly on the voltage modding. That's the thing, and I would expect yeah, because, the AMD well, card to be more. Joe Macri, when he got so. up there, he said our board is a 400 amp unit, and so you do amps time voltage, and you get watts. So let's assume it's a 1.2 volt part; it can apply up to. 480 approximately watts yep. to this setup, and they've got a, oddly enough, a 500-watt <laughs> TDP <laughs> cooler installed. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So potentially, I mean, it might only ship at 275 right. for those values, but you could potentially overclock it like and I, way and I think, high. I think that's really interesting, right? Because, again, somebody who buys a $650 video card, there's two people that buy $650 video cards. There's mm-hmm. ones that just have $650, yep. and they're just like, I'm just going to plug it in, I'm going to run it, and it's going to work great. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody who's like, I want the best of the best, and then I'm also going to butts with it, and I'm going to make it better. Yeah. And those people, those people tend to be disappointed in what NVIDIA has done recently in terms of locking down the voltages yes. from even their partners being allowed to make changes to it, right? So if AMD is more open with that and lets, you know, I think there's even a switch on it for like dual BIOS or something. So I don't know if that on means this one? on the Fury X. Okay. But now that could be just a safety precaution or it could be like, hey, we've unlocked it if you flip this switch like voltage-wise. Right. Which would be really cool. It would and be. I, and, I, and I think that's... I. You know, I think I think there's a lot of stuff uh, interesting there that could happen. So we'll know more on June 24th, which by my watch doesn't show the date. Uh, what's today? The 17th. <laughs> so today is 17th. Yeah, that's twice. Isn't that a pebble? It is. It shows the day, but it doesn't show the date. It's oh, the 17th. Okay. I can change the face. So it's 17th. So next Wednesday is when this thing launches. Right. So we'll know by next Wednesday Stay night. Stay tuned. Uh, you know, by the next podcast, we'll know what the Fury X actually does. Yes. So pay attention to that. But they also had more, like, that's what we expected to see launched. And then they had some really cool stuff that we didn't expect, like something called the Nano, the AMD R9. This is like the Nano. best hidden aspect of the entire launch. Nobody, I mean, we, idea. we knew about the dual, we no. knew about the water cooling, we knew potentially about air cooling. Yeah, because there were leaks left and right. But nobody knew about the Nano. Yeah. So you got to do kudos to yeah. AMD. Yeah, they did. This uh, is, they claim, uh, it's a six-inch PCB. Josh, and those mini ITX boards that you've had, how big are those? Are those six or They're six? approximately six-inch. It's the same size okay. as uh, that particular one. I'd whip one out and show how much performance you can get into six inches. Mm-hmm. But you'd disappoint everybody. I, I would because it's Because now that the R9 Nano exists, inches. you'll yeah. never live up to it. Um, no. So AMD's CEO, Lisa Su, was on there, announced uh, the Radeon R9 Nano. It will feature two times the performance per watt of the R9 290X. Okay. As well as, quote, significantly more performance than the 290X itself. So we know the Fury X is is probably going to be 50% faster than the 290X. Right. This is going to be less than that, clearly. Obviously. Um, And... 
two times the performance per watt, right? So, but as you lower the voltage and you lower the power consumption, then you improve efficiency. So, what, what is the significance of making this as small as it is? Like, what's the you can like, get it in like the whole like one of the big advantages, not the whole thing, but the advantage of HBM high bandwidth memory, yeah, is you can change the form factor. That's true. And this is a demonstration of that that they can get. Four gigs of memory on a Fiji GPU uh-huh. on this form factor, and it's apparently air cooled. And that's the thing that confuses me, right? They have a 500 watt water, water cooler. cooler on Fury X, mm-hmm. and then they have this one single fan. Doesn't look like a huge beefy heatsink uh, graphics card on these R9 Nano, and they're both apparently using Fiji. Now, obviously, this is probably a, uh, a cut down Fiji. GPU, yeah. Yeah. but I'm very curious. Like they still say more than an R9 290X. My guess is it's going to be just like 10%, maybe something like that. I don't know if that quote counts as significantly. I'd like to see but, like because like, then you'd imagine that there'd probably pretty quickly be uh, aftermarket water box. I guess that guy. Well, no, that no, literally no one's going to do, do that. That defeats the purpose really? of this. This is to put it on a home theater PC, right? And get the most badass 4K gaming home theater PC you can okay. in, in, in a, a small form capacity. I guess I just don't understand. Like, if this is so close to the performance of Fury X, then you start to wonder, like, how, like, why did they go the route of this huge water cooler to begin with? I, you know, I think part of it, for Fury X at least, why they went with this water cooler in this very unique and I think very interesting and, and, and good-looking design is it's – they wanted something that looks cool. Yeah. They were tired of being pooped on using uh, my uh, – I'm trying to get used to not cussing because I'm going to have a kid soon. Uh, <laughs> they don't <laughs> – Good luck. They That'll don't, go in hand uh, in fact, hand. Your, your cussing uh, <laughs> increases dramatically. Ah. Uh. When right. you have children, so just letting you know. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't like. What the hell was I saying? I don't exactly. I, th- I think they were tired of getting a bad rap for making poor reference designs. The two ninety two ninety X launch with their reference coolers were horrible. Yeah, that's true, right? And everybody knows that now. And they're like, well, we don't want to do that anymore. So they kind of went way beyond what even like the Titan X, the ninety. That is definitely beyond. Yeah. So this this R nine Nano is just like this really cool thing. We don't know anything about it. I think they said it'd be available in the fall. I think that's what they said. Late yeah, summer or fall. Release that in the summer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but it says availability later this summer. Actually, that's what I wrote. Um, well, if you think about the design, oh, which will. is kind of interesting, is that one? It's an eight-pin PCIe connector, so that's a max of I think what two hundred twenty-five watts, and they're going to be lower than that. So they're probably going to be matching the GTX nine seventy in terms of power delivered. But if you think of HBM. Uh, the PCB, it only needs the power because you've got all the memory, the GPU on that substrate, and the PCB only needs then to apply power to that as well as the PCIe uh, uh, routing and, and traces. I mean, and then, of course, you know, to the display outputs. But that, you know, it takes a big chunk out of it because you don't have that external memory. So that's less power, less complexity, smaller form factor. I mean, all of these things are, are very, very positive, and I think it's going to be an interesting part when it comes out, especially I, I hesitate to, to say the TDP because yeah. I can't remember if that's NDA or not. Let's not. I thought it's not? No, I'd say let's not talk. Let's oh, not say. okay. Of which so card? Of the Fury? No, of the, uh, of the Nano. 
Oh, I didn't even know we knew that, to be honest. So I yes, didn't even know we knew So it's that, definitely honest, NDA. If you know like, okay, well, I shan't <laughs> be saying it, but it's competitive with the competing NVIDIA product. Okay. Which is a nice change of pace. I, I think I think this is this is pretty cool. Like, uh, and it was one of those things that was like, not only is this like a total total surprise and good on them, but it's like this is a useful product. Yeah. Now, let's move on to another total surprise that is probably a little bit lower in the usefulness scale of things. Pretty cool. It's, it's really pretty cool. cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So uh, AMD also announced something called Project Quantum. Which this is this here? It is a dual Fiji computer that looks like what you have there. So that is uh, those are the manliest hands of one Chris Hook holding up. Uh, well, he's no. Canadian. No, that's that's Huddy. That's Huddy. Oh, Huddy. yeah, that's Richard Huddy. Oh. Kind of reminds me of out of something out of uh, Battlestar Galactica. I guess I need, do. I apologize to Richard. Or do I apologize? To Chris? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who are you. I don't mm. know. <laughs> Isn't Huddy English? Yeah. Yeah, so Canadian English doesn't matter. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, so this is a liquid-cooled PC um, that – so here's, here's kind of another shot. So what you have here is you have this bottom portion and then a separate compartment up here. And all of the computing parts, the processor, uh, the GPUs, the motherboard, they're all down here. And up here they have – it's all water-cooled. So you have uh, the CPUs being water-cooled. The two GPUs are being water-cooled. Yep. All that running up there, and it uh, runs up through the center. And it kind to the of top. it runs up to the center, all the tubing and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and power delivery, and it looks really awesome. Yeah, and uh, it's got this cool red glow to it. There's a little video here. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and play through some of it. But, Why um, did you tease us? The the, the, yeah. the most disappointing part yeah, about you this can't, you can't is buy they, this thing, they right? basically said, I mean, this was just this was a. I guess Ken, you were there. You could proof you could of say concept. Sure. Yes, is that yeah. right, Ken? Yeah. So they're not going to sell it. They're just like, hey, OEMs, look what you can build with our new hardware. But it was more like, look what we did. But yeah, you got to wonder like how much money they spent in developing this. Uh, it was probably just like 3D printed and like. Mm, I mean, they should. The shell was probably 3D printed or something. So interesting enough, they were using these for demos yesterday. How oh, many? Really? How many did multiple? they have? I don't know how many they had, but I probably saw four or five running. Oh, okay. So this is like not. So, so I mean, you can see in this video, like they're showing you kind of the development yeah. process. So they did there a run go. of them. There's some of the yeah. 3D work they were doing. These right. exist in real life, and they're a thing. And there's a thermal architect right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it, I think it might be more showing partners like, hey, make some cool stuff, and maybe passing the files along and say, yeah. do your own thing with it, which is awesome, and that's what they should be doing yeah. with this. Yeah, because yeah, it shows them they're using an ASRock motherboard. They are using a Haswell processor, for people who are curious. They're using a yeah. Z97 platform and an Intel Haswell processor. Wow. And that would be silly not to. Because, because it's a dual GPU system, you need CPU horsepower. Oh, okay. Thermals are tight. Thermals and are tight. thermals yeah. are tight. Yeah. Rather than having a 220-watt... <laughs> <laughs> CPU sitting in the bottom that you also need to cool. Let's just go with that 87 watt. Unit. Yeah. No. All right. Now so, this this came out in the video later. Yeah. Uh, that was not shown on stage and probably wasn't shown at the demo stations. No, either, right? it was and not. This is a this is the power delivery, right? So like this is the power supply. Yeah. For all of it, and that's a separate compartment. So it's a little. It's like a little bit of cheatery here in taking like the power supply out of well, it's it. It's got to be it's uh, come on. I mean I mean it's still cool. Like I still think it's neat. Like Yeah, yeah. I mean you can you can if, if that's cable is long enough if it can be run it was a long far cable. enough you could set that on the floor, yeah. right? 
keep the the chassis on your desk, which is what they were doing. They had yeah. these on regular size, like it just desks. It took it took a little bit of it the just, all. It, it just away has from a power brick. I saw that yes. screenshot from the video, but that's fine. It's still a really cool thing that I wish they would sell. Yeah, but they're not. AMD is a smaller company struggling finances they probably don't want to go on uh, a whole thing of becoming a system builder and supporting all that stuff would be my guess even though i think this is a killer design maybe they'll like say hey it's kind of like the amd nook except we're gonna crush your nook with our really big nook yep but we're not gonna call it a nook it's also way bigger and we're not gonna sell it and we're also not gonna sell it (laughs) i mean what i would like to see is like i don't know main gear just copy it or something like that, right? Yeah. Yep. Change that AMD logo to like AMD and Main Gear, right? Whoever their closest SI is, their closest partner in the system integration, just take this, sell it, and run with it. Sell a single GPU version. It's a small strip mall uh, <laughs> guy in Austin that they're the main. <laughs> yeah, I know they- that guy too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, sell a single GPU version, sell a dual GPU version, and put it out there. And I th- and I think that would be pretty awesome that's project quantum yeah so here's some screenshots of the motherboard uh, that they're using there um yep there you go and here's some rendering of the water loop layout so it is one big uh radiator up there you can see the pump and everything well if they'd sell those diagrams system builders (laughs) could do it in a second that's right get some 3d printing out like alan was saying if nothing else yeah yeah so here here's it gives you a picture uh, uh, an idea of the back the nice, interesting Oop. power connector. Whoa, where'd the picture go? Whoa, this is a giant picture. All right, let's what have you done? Whose hands are those, Ryan? Uh, those are, is that, is that Lisa? Yeah. There yes. Go. All right, so All what right. is that back there? What so back here, you've got my T-ring. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yep. Man, fancy. I guess I'd wear that all the time, too. So here's the power input right here, right? And you've got your analog audio. You've got two USB 3, four regular USB. That's a little unfortunate uh gigabit ethernet and then you've got three display port and hdmi um so i mean that still looks that still looks awesome like the so fact that it's this pedestal one one thing i had heard i guess rumor but wasn't sure is that hdmi 2 or hdmi 1.4 1.4 yeah all the stuff that's come out has said that it's 1.4 why on earth i don't have an answer for that because dp 1.2a for yeah. a for a 4k television yeah. No, I don't know what the answer. I think they, yeah, yeah dropped the ball. <clears throat> that's 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 an unfortunate thing. If that turns out to be true, that it only supports, it's not a, it's not a killer deal again. It's, it's not a killer if it's a desktop because use. if you're building a, mach- a desktop, that's yeah. fine. But if you're if you're going to put that in a home theater, right, then it's an issue. Especially like that little thing or the R9 Nano or any derivative of that that's, that's supposed like, to build home theater PC. Not having yeah. HDMI 2.0 is is kind of a letdown there. No, no denying it because TVs aren't shipping with. I know with of one TV port. that ships with a DisplayPort 1.2a connection. Yeah. So. So that's that, and then, then. Uh-huh. Uh huh. During that PC gaming show, Lisa Sue with her MIT ring comes up on stage and shows this. This is the Radeon R9 Fury. I'm going to just call it the X2 because that's what they're going to call it, right? Probably. Right. They just call it the dual Fiji card throughout, you know. But if you got the Fury X, you're going to have the Fury X2. Yeah. Because you already had the 295X2. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Right? Am I right, guys? Am I right? Hey? Yeah. Hey? Yeah. Hey? So what's interesting about this board, other than it has two of these enormous interposers on there and one PLX chip in the middle to, to, to uh, bridge them, only uh, two 8-pin power connectors again. 
That's not mm. bad. So it's yes. Well, it's a que- it's a question, right? Are these GPUs? Cut no, I kind of wonder. Yeah, if, they might if, be cut uh, down. When, when scaling in in frequency, that they get to a point where it just it's a logarithmic scale. Well, sure. And so may, maybe these are not all that slower in terms of actual megahertz, but I think it's just that that's a really big chip. And yeah, it once is. you start getting faster and faster, then it climbs up. And I'm wondering how long I'm going to be on because there is a lot of lightning going on outside. Oh, don't be so scared. Repent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on my drive back from the hospital to the office, it was there was a lot of lightning and thunderstorming going on there too. Um, so there's that. Also, uh, <laughs> this picture was sent to me by. Oh, you're allowed to show it? I don't know if I'm allowed to. I'm going to at this point because the card exists. So this was sent to me like three days before. This was sent to me, I think, on Sunday yeah, yeah. or Saturday. And uh, it was sent to me from one of those anonymous email services, right? So I couldn't even reply to him and ask questions. But it just said, this is how they test it uh, before they put the water block on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I started looking at it. It's like, okay, this is clearly a two, two GPU card. Right. And they're just using like Mori look size. Look at the size yeah. of that cooling on the VRM. They went over to Mori's yeah. house. Yeah, look at that VRM heatsink. And that they rated his closet. That's serious. Right. Those are PSU heatsinks. Also, uh, this picture came to me with this Decepticon logo embedded in it. I did not do that. I did put the PC Perspective logo here. But I did not put the Decepticon logo. So whoever sent it to me clearly is a fan of the Transformers and wanted to make sure that his logo yeah. was on there. I just want to know how the hell they mounted that card without it cracking off. I imagine it, it it's tested a, a horizontally. Yeah. <laughs> Even still. It's still pretty funny to look at. I'm not going to lie. But it gives you an idea of maybe how they're like testing cards hand, by hand and kind of bidding them based on clock speeds and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, just an interesting look at uh, that type of stuff. So that's that's the Fury X2. That they say is fall. This is the one they said was fall. I think they just said later. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't think, think they said fall. But I don't know. I think they said fall. Let me do fall. a control F for fall. Uh, this card has been promised to us in the fall. Uh-huh. Pricing and power and performance are to be discussed later. As well as cooling choices. It's got to be water-cooled. If the Fury uh-huh. X is water-cooled, this is going to be water-cooled. And it doesn't look that much bigger than the Fury X. Or like it'll PCB come with those two air coolers on it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the PCB <laughs> length, you're not, it's not adding a whole lot to it no. compared to the nope. Fury X. No, it's not. So I, it, for the first time in a while, I am excited about what AMD has on the high end. And I say, I mean, I guess that's fair because they haven't really done anything for two years. It's true. Right, so come two- on, Tonga was last year, right before the GTX 970 and 980. I said high It end. overshadowed them both. I said high end. High end. Whoa. Josh, uh, you're right over there. So, uh, what? No. you know, the 290, 290X <laughs> Hawaii GPU, that was two years ago, like what, next month? Yeah. I think. Um, so, th- this is really cool. And even though we know NVIDIA is going to have HBM in Pascal next year sometime, AMD like has an advantage. Like in a year from now. Like in a year from now. Yeah. AMD like has this yet. advantage. If they can yeah. use it, they can price things, if it's performance competitive, uh, if it's they can make it in volume, then I think this is a this is a really cool part. I know a lot of people that are that are either inside Nvidia or big Nvidia fans will will, will target the fact that it requires water cooling, and I don't. I think the fact that the Fury air cooled proves that it doesn't require water cooling. Yeah, but we don't know how that 
We don't know how we don't know how it compares. We don't know how it looks performance wise or Correct. any of that, so but I don't. I really don't think that the water cooling part is as big and negative as some people seem to think it is. Well, if you think of the world where we put a all-in-one water cooler in our seventy-five watt CPU, yet our two hundred and fifty watt GPU is air cooled, that doesn't make any sense. That's true. You're right. It doesn't. And and, and other than the additional complexity of finding a place for wait, the wait, radiator, wait, are you, are you doing the Chewbacca defense? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> it makes no sense. Chewbacca's a Wookiee. South Park. <laughs> Damn it. Move along. As Why much does of a he Star still Wars, do that stuff? As much I know of a Star all Wars Chewbacca, not, I know all of, but Chewbacca doesn't no, speak English. Listen, <laughs> listen. You do not no, know Miss did. You do not know all about Chewbacca if you do not know the Chewbacca defense. You don't. It has its own Wikipedia page, for crying out loud. It's not a thing. It's not a real thing. I'm just saying. If the glove does that, not fit, you must acquit. Was it on uh, like the South holiday Park. special? Oh, it's on South Park? That doesn't count. I'm sorry. If it was on South Park, it doesn't put it in, in Star it's Wars canon. It's a meme canon. for years. It doesn't put it in Star Wars canon. Oh, it'll eventually get there. <sighs> anyway. And then it'll be taken along. out again, just like the books. Yes. Oh God. Fine. <laughs> oh, it was in Star Wars, so or it was in South Park, so it counts as Star Wars stuff. No. No. <sighs> and Mara Jade is still alive. Moving on. That's all the AMD stuff that we have, I think, for you. Let me look at the list. Yeah, that's all the AMD stuff we have. You were going to say something. Was I? Until I was rudely interrupted? Yeah. Um, I don't think that the water cooling is a, is a, bi- is a big a negative. negative for the enthous- for, for a $600 card. The type of person that buys a $600 card is either, one, buying it in a, from an SI, mm-hmm. so they don't really care what the installation process is, or is really in- – Really interested in what their system looks like and how it feels. If and, you're and, like, buying it, the process. If you're it buying cool. it with the intent to overclock it, the water the water cooling is a bonus. The water cooling is a bonus as long as the voltage is unlocked. Sure. Like water, like water cooling a, a 980 Ti makes way less sense. Have you seen any AMD cards with voltages locked? I don't. I don't know. think they do that. I don't. No, they don't do that. I don't think they. That's do an that. Nvidia okay. thing. Yeah. yeah, but so, I mean, they could. It's uh, a brand new GPU, so we don't know for sure if they're I, not going to do that. But it would be surprising if they did. Is my point. Like it's, it was surprising when Nvidia did. Well, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, I think this offers some advantages. Yeah, does it mean installation is a little bit more complicated because now you have to use two hands to install a water block and you have to find a place to put it? I'm, I'm not going to say that the, the all self-contained water blocks are super easy to install because sometimes in some cases with some they're a pain in the ass right to line it up and get the screws in and all that stuff um but again for somebody who's buying six to seven dollar video card i just feel like they're going to be okay with that and i think it looks neat enough that it's something that they're going to be proud of it, and it feels like a really premium product it actually does Does it so i you've you can yeah. you actually yeah he's Ken, had it in his Ken hand held it he was at, he went to e3 for me since i was stuck here uh and got to hold it and use it yeah. not well Maybe not use it, but well, use you it. did play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it didn't feel, like, plasticky and cheap and stuff? There's, there's, not a, there's no plastic on it. Oh. The only plastic is, like, the PCIe power connectors, which are obviously are always plastic. Right. It's all nickel-plated metal, and, hmm. and the little accent areas are alu- die-cut aluminum with, like, soft-touch plastic coating over it. Huh. So it's all metal. Uh, instead of having a separate back But plate, it's not furry? <laughs> Not, well, I mean, a little furry, the soft-touch plastic. Oh, boy. <laughs> Instead of having a separate backplate and a cooler, it yeah. wraps around, actually. So it's one kind of cohesive design, and it's like a chamfered <laughs> edge across that side. Probably be hard to take apart, but eh, I mean, still look cool. You shouldn't have it apart, really. Shouldn't. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> that's, again, that's one of the things that you shouldn't have to buy an aftermarket cooler for. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it it felt like a really okay. premium product. It probably felt a little more premium and, than like and I the will say, Titan cooler at this point. Right. Well, I was going to say pretty plasticky. As stagnant as Nvidia's GPU, you know, reference designs have been like cooler wise, I still think those look good. AMD needed to do something to make it uh, what what's that? Not a Halo product, but like the No, ha- Halo products. No, the thing you want to uh, uh, att- like Think that you is. want to reach up for? There's like, what's the term that I'm thinking of? It's like you want to make it like the apex of design. Uh, somebody in the chat will figure it out, but it's it's the, the device mm. that you uh, strive to get. Yeah, yeah no, that is usually that Halo. Is the Halo okay. effect. Halo. Yeah. Well, Halo effect means that you make a good thing. It makes all the other things. No, look it mean, it means you make a. I've, I said Volkswagen's right. look better because of Audis. Correct. But I'm not oh, talking about... the ugly friend effect. The, I'm sorry, the Fury X doesn't make the 390X look like a better product. Well, that's right? what they're hoping. So, yeah, but it doesn't. Anyway. Yeah, well, my wife makes me look like a better product, but that's not saying a whole lot. Whoa. Ooh, Wait, no, that's sure who he insulted there. Probably myself. Yeah, we're going to go yeah. with that. Uh, anyway, okay, yeah. so that was all the AMD stuff that occurred, uh, which was a lot. And like I said, we'll have... We should have two, at least two, probably three or four stories between now and next podcast to talk about AMD again. Mm-hmm. And they'll be super excited about that. Uh, let's go through the last – let me look at this thing. Yeah, let's go through the rest of this stuff relatively quickly. Um, Steve did get a review up of the Asus G751JT CH71. Does that roll off the tongue? Yeah, it's really. A, easy. It's a Republic of Gamers notebook from Asus. Now, here's the problem. <laughs> Oh, is that the one that was on? No, no, you're not listening to oh. me. Okay. L- let, me, let me tell you what the problem is. Okay. It gets too hot when you put it in the sun. We've had this laptop for a while, unfortunately, uh-huh. and the review's just now coming out. Right. This is not the G-Sync-enabled model. Oh, that is a problem. So uh, everything else is the same in terms of performance that you'll get, right. uh, usability, keyboard, trackpad, Same GPU screen. even, right? Uh, this one has the 970, and I think the G-Sync model is available in 970 and 980. Okay. So you can you can get it in that. So this has the same thing, but it does not have the G Sync enabled display because it has to be a specific kind of panel, and that panel is not sure. in this one. Whatever the reason, it doesn't have it. Well, and so, this one's pretty affordably priced for a gaming laptop. Yeah, what is this at, Jeremy? This is um, uh, fifteen hundred. Yeah. So look, look at these specs again. You're getting a uh, Core i7 4710HQ quad core hyperthreaded processor, a 970M. Uh, 16 gigs of memory, a hard drive, which Ugh. we just had this discussion. Oh, an HD. Uh, one terabyte hard drive. And it comes with drive. a free install of McAfee. Ugh, I hope not. 17.3-inch 1080p screen, Windows 8.1, 802.11ac, you know, four USB 3.0 ports, like lots of connectivity, HDMI, Thunderbolt. It does have Thunderbolt uh, as well. Um, that's a lot of gaming notebooks for 1500 bucks. Yeah, exactly. It's part yeah. of their ROG design. You either, if you look at the, but this is the back where kind of like the ventilation is. You either like it or you don't. It's pretty beefy looking. It's a big honking machine. Yeah, um, it's built really well though. It's yeah. built it well. It is a good build. Yeah. Ken's, yeah, Ken's that biggest you could twist complaint. Twist the back plate on the monitor and it wouldn't deform at all. Like the the picture stayed perfectly clear. Oh, which is good. pretty heftily built. Yeah. Ken's biggest problem with it is that this sticker right here. It's a little blown out in this photo. Is a Thunderbolt logo sticker. Yeah, and it's on it not straight. Like, it looks like a last minute thing they do for a review product. Yeah, they've been doing this for about the past two generations on the right. laptops. So it's clearly like they could just they should just make the mold with a Thunderbolt logo there. Like they had the USB there's, logo there's, and the Ethernet an logo. There's an old and... guy at the factory that just licks the 
Yeah. Puts oh, it on. Well, I don't want him to lose it's his, his job. It's his one job. And he needs glasses. It is right. his one job. Oh. And you know what? He's he's inexpensive and he's reliable. He won't go home. So interestingly, in this model, um, you can look at it here. There is two two-and-a-half-inch drive slots. Only one of them is filled. So yep. if you want to add an SSD, you can absolutely do that. A two-and-a-half-inch SSD. A two-and-a-half-inch SSD, which mm-hmm. is great. Right. right. You have more options that way, and the cost is lower. Yep. And there's still two DIMM slots not filled. Now look over to the left. I, okay. I'm Above looking. the hard drive slot. Oh, that looks like an M.2 slot? I think so. Yeah. Where? You would have to not use that bay. For I think it crosses over the top of that other hard drive. Oh, you either... We could take this apart and look at it. Okay. Yeah. Sometime. Maybe you use it or you don't use that two-and-a-half-inch drive slot. Okay. Yeah, and it looks like it might be keyed for SATA only, but I'm not absolutely sure. Um, I, that would probably be the case. Yeah. Yeah, that platform is not brand new, so maybe. Yep. Uh, keyboard, lots of options there. The one complaint is <laughs> this. So you see where the escape button is? And then you see this button. This is like what is that button? That brings I, up XSplit. XSplit. Like if you want to do streaming, you hit that button. Great idea. There's a Steam button. What a great idea! Yeah, there's a gift game. Well, that is cool. Um, but but I think lining them up so that the upper left button is not escaped. Yeah, the problem is is Should many, have an offset. Many times, yeah. Like when actually uh, when Tom was here, we were testing out the G Sync. He was hitting. One. It. He would accidentally hit that button when he was trying to hit yeah. Escape. And it would they should have shifted it. Just crash our demo. Just by one. Whatever. Just by one key. Yeah, just move it they over. Could have shifted it over. It would be, it would be fine. Uh, nice big trackpad. I like this. It's it's kind of, it's. It's okay. It's not. It's still not an Apple trackpad. Uh, it's not as good as like this Dell XPS 13, but it's it's good. Yeah. Um, it's not something you're supposed to do a whole lot of productivity on. It's not going to have battery life that you're going to want to take it with you anywhere. You're not going to want to carry this onto a plane, probably. Um, but I, I'll skip through most of this other stuff. Uh, Steve did a good job in the review. You can check out the battery life. That's not impressive. Uh, the performance <laughs> is impressive. It's a UPS battery. C- yeah. On CPU performance and that type of thing. GPU performance you're looking at. Where is it here? So it is modest. These are all gaming notebooks that we're looking at here. Uh, the GT72, for example, had two GTX 980Ms. Okay. Right? So that's why it's... Wait, the fastest? It? No, I don't think it did. Maybe it just had one 980M. Yeah, that looks like it would only be a single... I'm looking at the Fire Strike score here. Yeah. yeah, 81 to 67. That's what it is. So still a good showing here. I think except for the GE40, that's the cheapest one on that uh, oh, okay. benchmark. Yeah, well, that's good then. That, that's a That's a... They're just cost two. Just makes me think of just cost three. A um, couple of benchmarks there: Metro twenty thirty three, uh, and there's well over fifty frames per second, ten eighty p, very high settings. So this is going to be able to do your gaming at ten eighty p. Obviously, we we would recommend the G Sync version of this. We'll have a review of that coming up later. Yes, but it will be more expensive. It's newer. These are how gonna, much more? Expensive? I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. I don't know the answer to that yet. Um, it will be somewhat more expensive. The, if nothing else, because it is new. Because the price difference on it this time can't be blamed on a module. No. Because there is no but module. But it is a 75 hertz panel. So it's, a, it's the panel might cost some more. Yeah. Panel and it's will not, probably definitely And it, that's more. not like necessarily NVIDIA's fault because the panel doesn't... NVIDIA doesn't sell the panel. No. Panel somebody else is making. Yeah. 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 Uh, so check that out if you want to. But like I said, you, I would probably wait for the G-Sync model review uh, and, and see how that pricing is adjusted there. Um, Josh, you looking for a new new Android phone by chance? No. Jeremy, <clears throat> you looking for a new Android well, phone by chance? No. no? Uh, a what now? It's a, it's, a tel- it's a telephone. It's a smartphone. So they have a cord. It's I spelled, thought it was a Zen phone. It's spelled F-O-N-E phone. Thank you. 
Can I call it Beijing, Jing, Jing, Jing? You could. It would be expensive. It wouldn't uh, matter where the phone is made. Banana phone? Hmm. You hey. could call it China Ba-do-ba-do-ba-do. very cheap on the banana phone. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sebastian posted this review. I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but I will say you should go check this out. If you are uh, an Android user or you think about to be an Android user and you're looking for a, a fairly high-end, low-cost, unlocked phone, Asus... For T-Mobile or AT&T? For T-Mobile or AT&T only in the U.S., that's correct. The Asus Zenfone 2 launched, uh, I guess, just like at the end of May, I believe. Um, and it is a very... It's $299! It's, it's also $199, though. <laughs> no. Thank well, you. That too. You, you. You messed it up. You've got to go for the low price. Well, I'm a high-quality guy. Oh, okay. So, I like uh, craftsmanship. Is it covered yeah. in Corinthian leather? It is not. That would make for no a very fine poor touchscreen experience. No leather. <laughs> leather touchscreen. <laughs> uh, so here, here's the phone. It looks nice. Um, it is a – let me look at the specifications here. 5.5-inch IPS LCD 1080p resolution screen um, in line with the iPhone 6 Plus or the OnePlus One, for example, if you want some sizing characteristics there. Uh, Sebastian takes wonderful photographs for his reviews. Um, like I said, 199 unlocked and 299 unlocked. The differences are, as we scroll down here, uh, the lower price model has, a six, has 16 gigs of internal storage. Two gigs of memory and an Atom uh, thirty-five sixty mm-hmm. processor. So this is an Intel-powered smartphone, and one that we actually like and recommend. Like and available in the U.S. This might be the first time that's happened. I think. Right? It, I think this is definitely the first time. Like we've seen yep. Lenovo ones that have been available in like China. Yeah. Um, never really in the U.S. So this is clearly a push from Intel, working with a partner they know very well, to get a phone out there that is good. I know they worked together very closely in this to make sure that the Android experience was smooth. Just uh, the price of that thing is still... And the pricing is amazing. It's just the, crazy. the higher end model for 299 for 100 bucks more, you go from 16 gigs to 64 gigs of internal storage. Both of these have uh, uh, SD cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get SD. the fancy Boostmaster with the expensive one, too. That's right. You get a... Uh, both phones support turbocharging, but only the higher end model comes with the turbocharger. The other one comes with a standard 2-amp, I think. Uh, the higher-end model also has 4 gigs of RAM instead of 2 and a slightly faster processor as well. Quad-core, Atom. Pro- they're both quad-core. Uh, the higher-end goes up to 2.33. The other one goes up to 1.83. So uh, pretty impressive specifications. 802.11ac, uh, 11.4 watt-hour batteries, 3,000 milliamp hours, turbocharging support, like I said, and 199 and 299 unlocked on Amazon. Pretty damn good phone for the money. It's 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 pretty good, yeah. and so I I had one for a while, and then we got a review sample I sent to Sebastian, and mm-hmm. he actually really likes it. Yeah. The one thing I don't like, let's see if he's got a picture of it uh, up here. So if you look at the back, um, it actually it, it's made out of plastic. It's a plastic phone, but it feels pretty good in your hand still. Yeah, it's like so that. You read the review. Sebastian talks about the build quality. It has like a texture to it, like it's, yeah, you know, it's grippy. This up here is the button on top is the wake button. Okay. Like the screen button. Yeah. And it's a big phone. So if I'm sitting here, I'm holding this is an, uh, a Droid Turbo, which is a significantly smaller phone. And you're trying to reach something. And, on you, the... and, and you try to hit the button on the top. You'd have to hold it higher. You have to hold it higher. I'm used to holding the phone like where it's in the kind of the crook of my palm. And, I, and on this one, I couldn't reach the top of it. But Asus yeah. gets around that by enabling a double tap. If you double tap the screen with your thumb, it's like hitting that button up top. 
double tapping the screen anywhere on the screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just go like like. You mean kind of like the LG G3? Exactly. Like you the LG G3. Yeah. Double, double tapping tap. the screen anywhere puts it into wakes it up. Oh, wakes it up. And then you swipe to unlock. Okay, not yeah. put it in a standby. No, you don't double tap to put it in standby. No, no, no. no. I was like, that's not going to be only very to, good. Only experience. to wake it up. No, when you put something down with a double tap, it stays down now. Oh, okay. And actually, once this is active, you got it there. You can double. Well, maybe you can double tap it to go back to sleep. Oh, okay. it, but yeah, not but, once but it's only away. there, only on yeah. that screen. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. still a good feature. Yeah, I, know I get it. It's a feature I want constantly on my phone. Yeah, that's I, true. because if the phone is sitting down on has it. the phone is sitting down on a surface of a table, I don't have to like partially pick it up yeah, to hit the button on the side. Mine doesn't. You could hit the home button. Then, but yeah. then no. Well, the home button's it's loud. The home it's, button. it's loud when you hit that home button. It's on the surface of the table you, in a quiet need, room. You need to be quiet when so, you in a quiet room. Sometimes, sometimes he goes to the library. Sometimes I hit it with a hammer, and it makes <laughs> me happy. See, it's loud. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So, uh, look, you got the fancy Intel Inside logo on the back there as well. Scrape that right off. That's right. <laughs> oh, all Francois is going to be very sad. <laughs> uh, it actually supports two SIMs, uh, which is probably not something people in the U.S. will care about. No, they're not. Drug well, dealers. Drug dealers will like it. Uh, <laughs> How does that work? Like In the software, you just, it's a swipe down, and you just choose the other software, number? and you choose the other yep. SIM. But yeah. then what happens if a text comes in on the... And then you don't get it until you switch. You don't get SIM. it until you swipe back. So it's just as if you had physically removed the SIM and put the. So other when SIM you in. get a phone call, one time it's from Angel for you, <laughs> and then the other time it's from Angelique. If you know what I mean. Ah, exactly. I uh, they also shipped this uh, folio case with it, which is which is pretty cool. Something we've seen on other phones before, where when you close it, it kind of has like a circular pattern that. We used to have a phone like that with a rectangle. Uh, it was an S3. Yeah, got a watch S4. like that. It's my Galaxy S4. Mm. The LG G3 also does that, that circle cover yeah, like it that. Yeah, it does. It's, <laughs> it's, look, look, it's very similar. Okay, we get it. Okay. It also has the buttons on the back. But does their cover on the back cover the back? I that almost know. looks like Corinthian leather. Yeah, on the front. <laughs> Just double tap. Um, <laughs> so... Sebastian liked the display. Yeah. Uh, the interface was good. It does have Asus Zen UI on it, so it's not it's not a native Android experience. Um, but there, it's not it's not bad. I would imagine there'd be good. aftermarket firmwares shortly. But, um, probably. You know, as, probably as cheap as it is being unlocked. It's you know it's. Yeah. I imagine it will be fairly popular with that kind of market. Um, you know, look at the display comparison here. There's the the kind of RGB representation. Like it's pretty pretty good. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, and Especially that's the considering Nexus. the terrible screen on the Moto E, for, which is a hundred fifty dollars phone that he just reviewed. Oh yeah, that's true. That, that was a horrible awful. screen. Awful. Yeah. Performance wise, uh, very good results here. Uh, comparing it to a bunch of other phones, Galaxy Note Four, Nexus Six, One Plus One. Let me go where we got here. So you can kind of see it kind of falls in the middle of the pack in terms of these benchmarks. Yeah. Obviously, you know your your representation but really, really of these benchmarks well, not will expensive vary. at all. Yeah. They see like Google Octane, it's up there. Uh, Kraken, it's 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 the winners. Uh, Sun Spider, it wins. The Web Expert, you know, the, it goes back and forth. Actually, it does it does really. Was well this the these. phone Sebastian was writing and raving about with the scrolling? Smooth scroll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scrolling being extremely smooth, mm-hmm. like smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that anything. Intel has always told me that they focus on. Like mm-hmm. when they when we did the Dell Venue Eight Seven Thousand mm-hmm. tablet. That was something that, again, Intel was very much involved in the development process yeah. of that and making sure that it's the Because it's the experience, well. not the performance. Exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, Graphics-wise, that's where it falls in the middle. CPU did very well. Graphics-wise, it's kind of... And Jeremy's out, you're telling me? Yeah, unfortunately. How much gaming you do, all that kind of stuff, you know, we'll we'll determine how much emphasis and fastest you put on this type of stuff. Um, well, it's power VR. It's not. It's interesting. I mean, there, you expect. yeah, and you can see that there is a difference between the two models, even in the GPU side, right? So you can see some of the the scores there in the graphics department. There is there is some difference, um, but I, I think the sixty four gigs of storage and the four gigs of RAM. Yeah. Probably is that's a lot. Is, is four gigs of RAM. Yeah, four gigs of RAM on a phone. Think about that. That's, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, mine has one. It's a, lot, it's a lot of memory. Now there is a theory. I don't know if this is true. That Intel, because they have to do, they still have to do some um, binary translation um, for apps that are built for ARM. Mm-hmm. They're running on x86, mm-hmm. and so the additional RAM gives them the ability to do that more efficiently. Thus, not hitting them on the battery. I could see that as hard. Uh, camera and audio uh, was pretty good. He uh, there's a picture of his puppy. Isn't he cute? He is no. dog. And there's another dog over there. Uh, said that you know detail level was good, but not fantastic. It wasn't as good as like the iPhone or anything like that. But one thing he did like was it had a low light mode. Yeah. On the ASUS phone, so this is the a picture taken with the iPhone six. Okay. At low light at it's dusk in his house. Right, and this is the same picture taken with the Zenfo. Now, clearly, wow. there is noise in sure. the image, yeah, but it's it's pretty good, and you can see it's running at f two quarter second ISO twelve hundred. So actually, it's not that high of ISO. Well, <laughs> scroll up with the with the iPhone run at. I'm curious. iPhone ran at f two point two one fifteen of a second ISO two thousand. So. Um, Obviously, is, the sensitivity is higher somehow. in yeah, some yeah. other way. You just enable than, low light shooting mode. Yeah. And it's 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 pretty impressive. It combines a a reduced resolution three megapixel and a very long exposure uh, with a result like this without a flash. Yeah, it's probably like quadrupling. Like it's taking four pixels yeah. and making them one pixel, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. And that's the type of you know, again, it's it's an applic it's an it's a function of the ASUS camera program, right? Working there. Yeah. Battery life not great. Um, pretty much in line with the Nexus set, Nexus Six, so okay. I like to see that improve some more. Uh, be up in line with the, the Galaxy Note Four might be a little bit harder to do since it has such a huge battery, but One Plus One should be attainable up there. Quick charging works. Conclusion: Editor's choice from Sebastian. Pretty good for one ninety nine. He Lord also corrected today. us on the dual SIM stuff. What do you say? So they can both receive text and phone calls at the same time. But the second SIM is 2G only, so you aren't doing data across that. Okay. Oh. And when you're placing a call is when you get the option. When you or, place or, a call. or probably sending a text, I would imagine. Hmm. So it's the outgoing. You get everything incoming, okay. but when you do outgoing. Drug dealers will really love this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. More, yeah. Even more Travelers, convenient. not so much. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So there you go. Uh, Asus Zenfone 2, check that review out. I think, it, I, think, I think a lot of people will like that phone. Because it's price. It's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, run through these other things pretty quick. Here we go. Uh, Maury uh, put a water cooler on a GTX 970. Yeah. Any, so here was, here was the That's before. That's worth showing a couple of pictures. Here's this. the before. Before. Yeah, yeah. Before, before. Yeah. During. Uh, water block. During. Yeah. Uh-huh. During. Uh-huh. Damn it. Damn it, Maury. You got you to gotta click to the next Did he time. bend any pins? Uh, way before. No. He didn't Did even he take the plastic off. Did he crack the GPU? <laughs> no. 
Uh, this is showing the removal. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Here we go. Installing yeah. the, uh, uh, the 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 heatsink for some of the power delivery. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Those are power things. Keep going. Keep going. Ooh. Oh. Hey, look at that heatsink. That's nice. That was a heatsink. Yeah. Uh, big water oh, core. Uh, oh, for a minute, that top picture made me excited. It's true. It would. Ooh, dirty copper. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, like my life is go. just scrolling by. Ram oh, heat so sinks. Got a little adhesive uh, heat Ram sinks for the uh, thing too. For the, the Ram. Ram. So this is basically for those of you on the audio version, I guess I should say. <laughs> our, uh, we're, we're walking through the insulation process of a water block on a GTX 970. Sorry, and, uh, audio Maury kind of goes through this fairly completely. If yeah. you will. look at the, I have, it's been a long time since I've installed like little individual RAM sinks like that. There we go. There we go. So you can see the water block itself. It's like a giant owl sitting on top of the the GPU X heat killer. Yeah, well, this is a pretty cool uh, GPU cooler looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looks nice. Certainly cheaper than buying the full water block. How much is it? It's going to block the CMOS battery. I mean, that's why I did it. How much is that uh, water block? I don't remember. I'll it's show more you. Money than you so here's pull. here's what it looked like installed in the system beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Here it is after. I believe this is part of Maury's QuakeCon. Oh, sure. Oh dear. So yeah, he definitely is going to crack. <laughs> yeah, he's a, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't cracked enough dies and bent enough pins yet. My damn PC doesn't work at QuakeCon. I got to use this AM1 system that I built. <laughs> so uh, at stock settings with that same 970. So here is these are temperatures over ambient. Um, delta. I'm sorry. Well, De- uh, yeah, yeah, delta temperatures delta. over ambient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So under load, 43 degrees Celsius with the air cooled and 10 degrees with the uh, water block installed. That's pretty impressive. That would be probably taken a- down to about 50 around degrees 50 Celsius. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I were to guess. Uh, and then overclocked, it's actually less of a difference. Yeah. Uh, but still uh, impressive. That's not a yeah. bad investment for sixty-five bucks. Twelve degrees over. Uh, what what clocks did he run out here? I want to see if I'm impressed or not. Maintain three thirteen hundred fifty-four megahertz GPU boost clock. So that was sixty-five Wait, no, bucks for that. That's stock. Yep. Oh, that's stock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Overclock. Full full, uh, full coverage water box usually ends up running like over hundred bucks. That oh easily shot yeah. isn't heat isn't applying an offset. Yeah, I think he's got the screen. It's kind of easier to screw up. up. Or he's just Thank showing. Thank goodness we have editors. Oh, wait, wait. Stock with stock. No, no. Oh, okay. there we go. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Overclocking. Air-cooled overclocking results got up to 1459, a plus 125. Liquid-cooled got up to plus 150. Um, so it looks like we're seeing clock speeds of about 1542 megahertz and 8,000 megahertz on the memory. That's pretty damn impressive. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, and sound testing... Hey, guess what? <laughs> it doesn't it's make quiet. any sound. It's there. It's pretty good. I mean, it's all right. Hopefully no coal line. I guess. I guess. Sure. Uh, so how much, was it, how much was this, Ken? You said it was less than the full... 65 bucks. I would imagine. $65. Oh, really? For the whole kit? Yep. No, for the... I, I think... I don't the, know if it... Well, the card costs a bit extra, but... I don't know if the kit comes with the RAM syncs and that mm, or not. Okay. okay. But, you know... That's a lot that's cheaper still, than a full. But Ram sinks are Ram, yeah. Ram sinks like that are pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the video card he bought, you can get on like Amazon for three oh nine, right now. Well, you can so. buy it in Black Sparkle. 
Well, why wouldn't you? What is that called again? That's the uh, GPU-X heat killer. So uh, X3 core LC. Like, can you just stick that on basically any GPU with the four screw? I like? think that's the theory. That's the idea. And because it looks like you get some wiggle room here with the... Uh, yeah. Wiggle, yeah. wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> you should try to stick one of those on like a 980 Ti. Yeah, you should. I'm not. Send okay. Mori some 980 Ti's. Nope. Uh, and okay. <laughs> real quick, oh, Alan. Oh, poor Mori. You posted something up. Uh, of, I, uh, I moved it down to uh, just pick of the week to make it go faster. Alrighty then. Hey, you know Moving what? Along. Um, uh, but I will slip something else in. Oh, You're going to have to deal with a new Asus technical marketing guy. Oh, what what happened to the Jeff, old guy? Jeff Gazier from from Tech Report. He he, what? he gave up his press credentials and he went over to Asus. Just announced. He didn't ask me. He did not. For permission to do that? Aces? I mean, nor is his, his next-door neighbor Canadian. Wait a minute. Jeremy. Well, good on <laughs> you, Jeff. Who did their guy used to be? He was their he SSD guy. Anybody. The guy who yeah. did that big, oh. uh, you know. Well, who used to be like the main Aces? Now I've got no choice. Just no, now I've got no chance. Oh, okay. Yeah, nobody got fired at Asus. You're fine. Everybody uh, got That's not what I mean. Like, you know what I mean. Congrats to Jeff. Yeah. Scott, I'm really Jeff. sorry. Oh, shit. I feel bad for Are you Scott. Hiring Scott? <laughs> One of my True. main writers Alan. just left. Uh, He's going to pull his hair. You know, Ow. it's funny. I was wondering why Scott was uh, calling me earlier today. It just He it wants somebody to a, underperform. It showed, it showed up as a 900 number, though. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> 976. Josh is like, I'm usually the one that calls these. They don't call me. Nice. Uh, so... A couple other things real quick. NVIDIA Gameworks enhancements coming to Metal Gear Solid game, otherwise known as Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. Um, I don't know how much shit this is going to stir up, but um, NVIDIA said, I guess they released this in a blog post over E3. Um, Our engineers are signed up to work closely with Konami to get the graphics just right and to add special effects. So you can expect... Maybe physics in here, maybe mm-hmm. some tessellation, some, some tessellation stuff, some mm-hmm. hair works. I don't know. There's not usually a lot of hair in uh, Metal Gear games. If, right, but there's going to be right a new furry it. level. That's and it's true. Gorgeous if, if on Nvidia. This, yeah. This will be interesting to see. You know, after the Witcher Three stuff uh, and, and how all this rolls downhill, I guess. But uh, I, I'm still I'm not I'm not a negative person on GameWorks. I, th- I think if they can continue to imp- implement. Cool stuff. Nothing we can say until we see the game. And to, yeah, and AMB can 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 keep, stay on board and, and keep up. Then we'll see. And when's that game come out? Is that this year? Yeah, even on the PC. Oh, I don't care. Oh, Jeremy, don't be such funny. But let's talk about the game that nobody nobody cares about. Nobody. All. Nobody even. Because when you watched that, you didn't get any goose pimples. You you didn't. It think, wasn't wow, goose I want to play this now. <laughs> One giant goose pimple. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. What is so? This is uh, Star Wars Battlefront, the uh, new EA Dice created game. Um, Boy, that, that video is running really totally poorly. Awesome. Yeah, it it's because yeah, of if you'd installed an eighty SSD, it would be. No, no, I'm, it's running fine. It on runs my very smooth. We're on Ryan's doing here. network video. It's We're doing network yeah. video across the the, the thing there. Um, this looks awesome. I could just probably play it over and over again, just to listen to the music and like be in that setting. Yeah. Right. 
uh, you know, because that's totally here's canon. Here's look at that! Look at that! There was a there was a nailed. star destroyer up there. Yeah, yep. they have nailed it. Oh, is yeah. that there's okay? Nana, if you remember playing the Battlefield, what? Now, if you remember playing Battlefield 1942, it was a lot of action. It, I mean, it required a little bit of accuracy. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was just fun with well set up maps. Yeah. Everything was was great, and then we've gotten to Battlefield three and four, where some of the fun's been taken out because you have to be more accurate. You got to have to have all these different weapons. And be it just good and shit. It just is not nearly as fun. You can pick it up. This looks like oh, look, it is, is that a jetpack. It has taken back the original feeling of of forty two. Where yeah. you can take a jeep with a guy on the front and some <laughs> landmines, yep. and just go wreak havoc on Wake Island, and it's awesome. Hey, look, there's a Greedo. <laughs> Gimme, Gimme. This comes out this year, right? November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a jetpack. It is a jetpack. Oh, I know it's a jetpack. It's more like a boost pack. Used a couple of times. It's a boost pack. Like oh. you jump and you get to boost yeah. across it. But the, like, sh- sh- blow up one of the things. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, eat it. Here you go. Boom. Oh, that yeah. explosion looks great. Oh, take out that ATST. Oh, have... you're going to call an herbal to this strike. Video, this video gets real good now. Can't let those rebels. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because the uplink. So there's, they've been showing only like individual uh, kind of uh, unit ground forces. Yeah. Infantry play, but now like, oh look, you can pilot an AT-AT and shoot those poor suckers on the okay. ground. Yeah, but everyone's just gonna run to the adats and then. No, I think they're gonna be able to steer it. <laughs> that they're gonna crash it. Hey, I'm an adat pilot. Lol. I'm gonna blow you up. If, <laughs> just gonna blow if, the X wing. Take it in front of me. The ground. Yeah. And then look, oh look, now you can uh, be the speeder, and of course you can fire the uh, grapple and uh, yep. wrap around yeah. the legs yeah. and stuff. Um, you can fly an X-wing and a Tie Fighter. Uh, it just—it looks awesome. I want to see more levels. Obviously, you know this is a multiplayer game. There's no single-player campaign really. They might—they might, they might build, probably is. build something. I would in. really hope there's a single-player. There's not going to be a single-player campaign like you're thinking. It's going to be based on playing large-scale multiplayer maps, though. Yeah, there, there will be a single-player uh, scenario base, but it's just going to be a bunch of the multiplayer oh, maps. There will be a co-op mode that they sort of showed off where it's two guys being dumped on a planet. That looks awesome. looks pretty much like you survive the ways of attacks. And then there's going to be this mode. Yeah. This is, this is going to be fun. And damn you, EA. Damn you. Cause You're going to have to buy Origin, aren't you? You're going to download Origin. Well, I've got Origin. I just hate <laughs> myself for having it. No, I hate myself for buying EA they're games getting on my money, one, but... I'm not going to be able to resist. It just looks because good, look, too. I mean, First-person TIE Fighter. It, it looks really good. Yeah, I haven't seen that since 1994. And this is, this is PS4 footage. Yeah, they yeah say this, this is only PS4. This is recorded on the PS4. And Ken, you actually got to see this, right? No. They didn't have a demo? Oh, well, like, I, could I, you s- I think they had a, like, 10-second gameplay video uh, on a bad projector. Mm. Oh, not like they didn't have oh, like, a the demo. Oh, version, yeah. All those look, it, it's a Greedo. It's a Rodian. Whatever. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> anyway. With a jetpack. No, I like no, no, no. How, wait like, for it. Wait for it. Oh, yeah. I guess we're, we're almost we got to wait for it. We're now. almost at the end, yeah. so we might as well keep watching. So these, like, they got, the, you know, they're, they obviously have to add stuff to the Star Wars canon that didn't really exist before, like shields and grenades. And time traveling oh. Luke Skywalker. Ah! Yeah. Uh-oh. That was Darth Vader. I'm, I'm curious how this works in, uh, 
the multiplayer mode? Like, who gets to be Luke Skywalker? <laughs> Probably the guy with the most kills gets automatically. Yeah. And then, like, the last last 60 seconds, he gets to become Luke or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's going for Darth. Yeah. Well, I would hope so. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Give Watch me now. C- yeah. I, I need this. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty Good awesome. old Star Wars Battlefield. I'll take it. All right, we're going to get into our hardware software picks of the week. I don't have one because I was too busy futzing with a Star Wars Battlefront. A Star Wars Battlefront and SSD upgrades for your laptop. Yeah. Whatever you do, whatever laptop you use, if it has a hard drive, do yourself and me a favor and buy an SSD. Put McAfee endpoint encryption on it. No, please do. <laughs> anyway, sorry, uh, no one, nothing for me. Moving on down the line to Jeremy, what do you got for me? Uh, all right, I was a little desperate uh, this week, but uh, I did stumble across something. It's not Al's favorite SSD, but uh, it was a good SSD. The Adata Premier Pro SP920. Yeah, it's eighty nine dollars for the two hundred and fifty six gig on New Egg right now. That's not a lot of cents per gigabyte. That's what, what is not that? A lot in, of cents what is that in cents per gig? It's, Let me do the math. Do, do the math. It's 41 cents. Oh. Okay. That's, I mean, kind of going... No, it's 34 cents. Oh, I'm oh. wrong. <laughs> then that's the lowest we've can't seen. Can't you use a calculator, Bo? That's no, like, it's using my head. And that's like the lowest we've seen for it. sale prices. Uh, 34 no, cents I, a gig? I stumbled upon that one. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's... Like we saw 31... Like an M200. Very briefly like for, ten like... 10 cents. I want it's 10 cents. It, no. <laughs> It'll be there. In you'll, I want ten cents. You'll have gray hair. No, you're crazy. No, you won't. Well, yeah, I'll the kid will be more. It'll be like this time, Listen, this time, 2016, ten and, cents a gig. And you'll have a kid that's two. This you, time next year, I will not have a kid who's two. Oh, this time next year, <laughs> he's have as a kid. good at math. You'll have as a kid I that's am. one. Sorry, I, did, I was thinking it was twenty. I, I was thinking it was 2014 right. for some reason. Uh, yeah, you'll have gray hair. It's June. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I, I don't ever have gray hair. I'll just dye it or shave it. So there you go. Oh, I see. I'll be the bald guy. Cheater. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. Is yeah. the are the five twelve and one terabyte similar discounts? No, no. not quite. But that's okay because two fifty six isn't two fifty six isn't bad. And no, if you want more space, buy two of them and raid zero of them. Yeah, because it was only the one twenty eight you saw the slowdown on, right? Say that again. It was only the one twenty eight you saw a bit of the slowdown on the rights. Uh, I think so on that, and even if the two fifty six slowed down a little bit on the right, like two fifty six would usually be the one where it slows down just marginally, right? One twenty eight is where you take the bigger hit, and it's like half the speed at two fifty six, that kind of thing. Um, but again, that's rights, and you're not necessarily like you're not writing to these things all the time at greater than three hundred meg per second anyway. So, you know, sorry. There you go. I gotta watch my phone. Um, who's next, Josh? Me. Okay, so last week I talked about the G29 and G920. You did. These are down to 239, and uh, they have a lot of the same wait, internals. Wait, 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 plus, wait, 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 wait. these what? You wheels. said last week you talked about the G29 and the G920, and then you yes. said these are down to 239. What are you talking about? Correct. They've the been G27. Oh, so you didn't? You never said the words. They've still. They've. The they, that, they've been at that for a while. It's because you've interrupted me. It's not Multiple because times. Of so been... those other new parts are three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are two thirty nine, and they they share a lot of the same internals. Plus, they actually include the uh, the shifter, which the others at three ninety nine do not. It's like a. It's like a. What? How much is the add-on shifter? Forty-nine like, bucks. Yeah. G twenty-nine doesn't show up anywhere yet, does it? No. Nope. So uh, we haven't still figured out like 
if the internals are actually better in the new ones or not. Okay, like, right, we, we have, have no idea. We have no idea. Um, Still, for two thirty nine, that's be. a pretty good yeah. Yeah. price for that. Yeah. You get the shifter on this. You and you get, get the, the shifter. shifter at three ninety nine. That's true. But, I mean, come on. You're going to use the paddles, right? Yeah, we're all, I wouldn't use a shifter. We're all adults here. Like if I if I bought that, I wouldn't need the shifter. It's okay. Unless I really wanted to go sequential and, the, and get the full experience. The myth of like yeah. manual transmissions being that much better is going away. It's in real cars there. and for driving yeah, because it is going I do away. it for fun, not for simulation. If I wanted to drive for simulation, I'd get on the freeway in traffic. Sequential gearboxes are wide enough to the point where it's not really a uh, you know. Used to be that the sequential gearboxes were heavier and stuff like that, and so there was still an advantage to go manual. Right, right. And uh, last, maybe least, I'm not sure. We'll let Alan decide. I don't know. It's uh, it's why is it in plastic? Pretty. It actually comes with this. It's because so Alan likes the dock. If you ever, yeah, I I love the dock. That's pretty good, wasn't it? So uh, you love the. So if you ever had one of these sitting on your desk for a while, and what is that for people? It's a hard drive dock, dual hard drive dock, SATA, right? Um, and I have one of these sitting on my desk at home, and it is cake. Like it just got dust, like goes down in the slot. Right, because you're not really using it all the time. Yeah, if you're not using your thing all the time, then it gets dusty. If you don't use your thing all the time, yeah. it gets dusty. So this comes with just like a you know a dust a, cap. It's a very simple. Put it on. Put it on wrong. It's the packaging. It's not a dust cap. No, it's a dust cap. Yeah, but look, <laughs> but look, if you've got it plugged in, it's only ever going to go down that far. Because of the cables on the back. It's kind of hole in the well, back. I think the SSDs are going to stick could, out further than but that. But it's, it's kind of thin. If you had to modify you know, it, you could just cut it. If you have to modify it, it it's not a dust well, cap. Well, it's a dust cap. Now, if it sits up like that, it's a dust hat. Okay, it's a dust hat. Anyway. So uh, right, this, by the way, what he's talking about, again, for our audio listeners, <laughs> is an Inatech <laughs> FD2002 USB 3.0 dual, dual bay... UASP enabled USB 3.0 dock. Yes. UA, UASP is the thing that's kind of unique. It means it can do queued commands, right? right? So if you're using an SSD or even for hard drive use, it will speed things up what's somewhat. This what's this button do? Uh, so if you hit it like that, it doesn't do anything. Thank goodness. Um, there is a clone button. Ooh, automatically overwrites one of the drives. Uh, yeah, and well, uh, well <laughs> luckily, if you push it the way that Ryan just was, it doesn't do anything. Um, okay. Dad, Dad, what's this button do? Yeah, Dad. exactly, Dad. Oh, exactly. No. <laughs> um, so, if you only have one drive in this, I would recommend only ever putting it, you know, in like slot A there. So, so, it's not so like what's a it supposed to do? How do you actually use it? So, you hold the button down for I think it's like three seconds, and then when you let go of it after three seconds, uh, like the hundred percent light will come on, and as soon as it comes on, like you have to like within a quarter second. T- hit the button again. And Turn that, your key, sir. And, and then that, <laughs> yeah. And then that will start the process. It's actually kind of it's just tricky enough to where even having read the directions, I had to do it like twice to get it to actually initiate because yeah. I wasn't fast enough. So the, the idea is, is it will just copy from this one to this one. Copies from A to B. Clone. It'll clone. Uh, it's a got couple a percentage thing. A couple, yeah. It has a percentage. It'll actually show is you it like it's reasonably accurate. Yeah, I timed it and kind of like tracked with you know how it was. Finishing right, okay. um, it goes at a pretty fast rate. It go, Should it be. went, it went almost full. Well, you wouldn't expect, you know, because this is just using the hardware inside the dock. Well, it, can, it right? has to go at least as fast as the drives can go out through USB three. Otherwise, you can't get it out yes, through USB three. Yes, but we've we've I've tested these things in the past, and the cloning has never it, Ken, the cloning has never been like full speed, really. 
Sure. Okay. Usually, right? Yeah. And this is still not like full SATA speed, but it's close. So it's like around 400 microsecond ish, something like that. Right. So it's you know pretty reasonably fast. Um, couple of catches. Ooh, dust cap. There's one catch that stub socks in Dachshund. Uh, yes. There, there's one catch that kind of caught me a little bit weird. Is that like, it, say you had two drives that were the same exact capacity. Say I did. Yeah. You can't. And you clone, wanted to clone them. You can't clone it with this. Wait, what? Destination has to be larger than the source. That's not uncommon for cloning. It is not uncommon for cloning, but I still think they should really? have at least let it be if the I same. Put two, if I have a, a four terabyte WD red, uh-huh. and I put in another four terabyte WD red, uh-huh. I can't do that. Correct. <laughs> It'll laugh at you. That's just, vulgar. Just won't do it. Oh. What is the reason? The, I, I guess the concept is you're you kind of like usually you would clone something over if you're upgrading to a larger drive anyway. But what if I'm not? I understand. So, and I mentioned that in the review. It's kind of like can, a. Can you think <clears throat> of a technical reason? It's kind of like a downer. I cannot. Is there a technical? There, yeah. there, it's got to be some sort be of no... cache because I've run into it many, many a time cloning with software. Really? That there's there's some it dumps a bunch over error corrects it and then actually does it. But uh... it, this is a thing, and it's probably going to be very di- more difficult than you'd think to put a cache in that device to handle that extra space. It, but it's just going from one drive to another. It should. Just I know. Be able to do it. It's frustrating as hell, but either it's way, a thing. Uh, even if this thing didn't do cloning at all, you just—it's still a pretty decent so did you, deal. You have two different sizes of seven hundred and thirty SSDs. Yeah. Okay. Because you—I'm looking at it like, well, are you questioning that? Yeah, I cloned the the two hundred and forty to the four hundred and eighty. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess. So even okay. without the cloning feature, even which There's really your you're, you're probably not going to use the cloning feature more than a couple of times. Yeah. Anyway, true. Right? Sure. Um, if if you're really a person that needs to be able to clone identical sized drives, you probably are doing that for like some business purpose or something. You're going to have like a much heavier duty thing anyway that clones multiple drives at the same time. Not me, buddy. Not you. Okay. <laughs> um, so all of that stuff Seat aside, it's for forty bucks. It's a UASP USB three dual dock that goes full speed yeah. of all the drives I tried to plug into it and it support you know six terabyte red no problem it has a lot of positive reviews on Amazon uh, here. yeah I mean yeah. it's it's as far as just you know raw performance of the thing it's great you know it's got a good performing chip in it it's actually a couple of chips in it um, mm. there's like a USB three bridge and like then it potato bridges over to like a SATA you know multiplexer chip basically or like a port multiplier chip hmm. so you're able to get two SATAs out of uh, you know out of what usually would just be a single SATA dock. So, you know, pretty good. Pretty good thing. Um, so I'm recommending it. Okay. Simple as that. Move along. Move along. It's, That's, it's the end of the show. Thanks, everybody. PCPro.com slash podcast is where you can download the shows. You can listen to it all over again, and we highly encourage you to do so. Also, we'll have the video version there, uh, links to all the stories and topics we discussed will be there, show notes, all that stuff. Uh, PCPer.com slash subscribe, YouTube.com slash PCPer, Facebook.com slash PCPer, Twitter.com slash PCPer. All those things are things that you should go visit and use and take advantage of. Um, and it is late, and I'm very tired, and I'm going to sleep in my bed this evening. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that shorter drive home tonight. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. I'm Ryan Trout. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. I'm Josh Walbrick. <laughs> and I'm Alan Mullen. <laughs> <laughs>